On this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm interviewing Trevenia Barber, a wife, a mother of four beautiful girls, a mom boss, and a virtual assistant for entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Vika Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mompreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us. Trevenia, welcome to the show. Hi, glad to be here. So happy to be here today. We're so happy to have you. Tell us a little, little bit about you and what you do as a mompreneur, and we'll go from there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So um, first and foremost, I'm a mom to four lovelies. I call them my lovelies, uh, four little girls, ages 12, 9, 8, and 3, um, two biologically, two via adoption. So we've got a whole mess of like crazy built in there, which makes my life really busy and really fun. Um, after that, I'm a business owner. I own a company called Priority VA. Where we match virtual assistants with online business owners, entrepreneurs, bloggers, podcasters, whatever, um, all around the world so that those entrepreneurs can focus on what they do best. And then additionally, I am a virtual assistant myself. So I'm still in the trenches right alongside my team doing VA work for some fairly high profile uh, clients that I serve. That's amazing. And Trevinia, you really have your pitch down. You're good. You're so oh, spoken. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's really important, guys, as far as... Um, figuring out what you do and how to communicate what you do to other people. It's really important just to have I, people call it an elevator pitch or whatever, but I, I think it's important that you know who you want to serve and what you do so that you can communicate that clearly no matter where you are. And I'm also getting ready to speak at an event this weekend that I just got asked to speak at this morning. Uh, so I have to practice all I can. Awesome. You're doing an amazing job, Trevinia. And I also listened to uh, your interview with John Lee Dumas, which was incredible. Like, again, let me just say, you're so well-spoken. You. you are, you really know what you do very well. And you know how to articulate that Thank into you. a beautiful conversation. So, I have, I have never listened to a podcast that I've been on. I've been on a lot. I had never listened to them. And I received a few emails, like just thanking me for being on John's show. And, and I was like, I need to listen to this. Like, cause after I do an interview or whatever, I typically, it's like out of my mind. I kind of don't even remember what I said or whatever. And, and I listened to it. It was very weird to hear yourself. I don't know if you ever listened to any of your blabs back, but it's weird. <laughs> it is it is very weird um but i think i've done so much editing and listening to myself <laughs> that like i got used to it already but let me say this um i usually and this is like fyi to everyone that you can actually do this it's totally legal to listen to podcasts and videos on like twice the speed like yeah. it saves so much time for me because i get so impatient with the uhs and the ums and i'm just like oh, which is totally fine that's how people talk that's how i talk and so i just speed everything up so i can digest that really quickly but with your interview i could not do that because it was so well spoken so clear so timely that i was like i'm listening to this at regular speed it was oh beautiful. thank you so much typically so um People start to compliment me and I'll start to bust into tears. So thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. Let's dive into content for you guys. Yes, 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 yes. How do you not get distracted with the comments? I keep like watching the comments. So oh, please continue. do, yeah. 
No, please do. This is a very interactive show and we're going to be taking questions. And so ladies, if you have a question, make sure you put um, a question mark before your question. Rachel, welcome. We're in the middle, but welcome. And we're so happy to have you. All right, Trivenia. So you shared with us where you are today. You have a huge agency. You're balancing your life as a mother, as a wife, as an entrepreneur. When did you start and how was your journey from, from, let's say, when you were just thinking about becoming entrepreneur and working for yourself? So I started working as a virtual assistant uh, in the corporate world, actually. So I worked for a business that didn't offer any sort of maternity leave benefits. They needed me. I needed to be paid. Like I knew that I could not do um, take care of a new child and not work. So I finagled and negotiated and said, like, can I work a day from home? Can I work two days from home after I had the birth of my child? And so for maternity leave, I don't advise um, that this is the best course of action. But I started working like four days after I was released from the hospital after having a baby. <laughs> and but I did it. I did it all virtually. And it really just showed it showed my corporation that I could do it from home, that I didn't have to be physically in an office. And with each successive child that I had, I started working more and more from home. And so when the, the sort of crux came when we decided to adopt a child uh, and that became really clear that I had to be 100 percent virtual and I had to have the flexibility. And so at that point, I went to part time, only virtual working for this corporation, did that for several years. And then they got bought out by a bigger national organization. They said, come on back, come on back to work. And at that point, after I'm like working in sweats for several years, I was like, I'm not driving 50 minutes to work. I'm not paying eight dollars a day to park and I'm not putting on fancy clothes. <laughs> Doing it. Exactly. And so that's when I became out into the entrepreneurial space, a virtual assistant in that sense, because I had to find other clients, right, to continue to help me feed my family. I signed on with a virtual assistant agency, got paired with some amazing, really high profile clients that ended up buying me out of my contracts with them. And as a result of that, people would send me random Facebook friend requests or emails, even phone calls sometimes, which was a little bit creepy, and ask me if I could be their VA. And I, I said yes a lot, probably more so, probably very much out of fear of like wanting to make sure my kids weren't eating ramen noodles forever. And uh, I started to get nervous because I was working well beyond full time. And I was just saying yes to every client that came my way and really light bulbs went off. And I was like, why am I doing this? I can't do any more work myself, but I can find someone for you. I, I tend to say that I typically... Um, God has gifted me with discernment and I can kind of read people really well. And so I figured, you know what? I can't do work for you, but I can find someone that has the integrity and the character and the skill set that I could bring to you and I can match them. And then, I mean, from there it was like ding, 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 light bulbs all over the place. And we threw up a really cheesy website that I still cannot stand to this day. And, um, created a little cheesy autoresponder series in MailChimp and really Priority VA was born from that. And we have just been on a big clip ever since. So unofficially, I've been a virtual assistant. My daughter's going to be 13. So almost 13 years for me. And then about five, four and a half, five years ago, um, we I started just hiring subcontracting people underneath myself. And then almost three years ago, that's when we really decided, like, this is a business. Like, I need to get a name and like a tax ID number and stuff. We need to become legit. And so we're, we're going on my third year of owning Priority VA. And it's just, it's been great. I mean, very busy insane um the growth has been phenomenal we've grown um, this is this is the start where the part where it's hard for me because i feel like i'm bragging but um we're like 220 percent just in the past year um it's been it's been crazy and i get i get to work with some of the most amazing clients and vas on the planet so much fun 
That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Trinia. Yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. Yes. So you, after you left your corporate job, mm-hmm. um, as a VA and whatever, yep. they they want you to come back. So you're like, I'm going to do this myself. Yeah. And so you started with an agency. Mm-hmm. And can you share with us, like, what are what are the benefits of starting with an agency versus starting out on your own? You know, it's the exact same reason that I tell people uh, why it's a benefit to come work with Priority VA. I didn't have to market myself. I wasn't out hustling and looking for clients all the time. I was put into a slot and they gave me clients. And if the client went away, they gave me another client. You know, so long as my performance continued to be excellent, I didn't have to worry about clients. I had steady income. I had an opportunity to learn and grow. Some of the clients that I was placed with were not my cup of tea at all. I worked for a bankruptcy attorney. I am not a paralegal. It was horrible. I hated it. I stressed out every time I had to send these legal briefs because you know you had to put your name on it and like basically be vouching to things like for law. And I was like, I don't want to have my name on stuff like that. Uh, and so I had the opportunity to figure out the types of clients that I wanted to work for. Hey, Best Mom Products. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Sorry, now you have to run. But um, so it really allowed me to grow my skill set and try, try and figure out who I wanted to work for and the types of things I wanted to be doing. And so that's really the benefit, of, I think, of working for an agency. Um, the pay is a little bit less and it really depends. And this is why I really try to offer a lot of value to our virtual assistants. We offer ongoing training opportunities for them so that it really balances out. Yes, they may not be making as much as they could on their own. However, they're not hustling, looking for clients. They're not trying to figure out how to do X, Y, or Z because I offer them training on how to do it. So it's not really a problem for them in that way. And then again, try. I need to make sure and try and stay humble here, but I, I work with some really phenomenal clients and that's really the best part about it is just the access to such amazing clients as I work with. Oh, Trivini, you know um, that you say you're, you're trying to stay humble. I hate it. Um, this part is so no, hard no. for me. No, 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 no. Um, no, you have a very, very good balance. Let me say that. Okay. And then another thing is, is that um, amazing people attract amazing clients. Mm-hmm. So if you have amazing clients, you're pretty amazing yourself. Yeah, so. yeah it's really good. And it really, it's a testament just to the VAs, honestly, because I'm not doing the work all day long like I used to be, right? I have one client that I do VA work for, and the rest of the time I'm running my business. And I, if I didn't have good people behind me, none of this would work. I mean, I wouldn't have any sort of business. And that's why I'm so passionate about investing in my team and trying to figure out better ways to serve them. Because if I don't keep them happy, they can go find clients on their own. They exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So Amanda asks, how did you find out about it originally? And I assume she's asking about an agency. I got started almost six years ago and I've never heard of it. And until I started digging for legitimate work at home stuff. And I had such a hard time finding clients because so many people had never heard of it. Yeah, we actually considered, uh, we are going through a rebrand right now, and we actually considered changing the name of our business because virtual assistant, people just kept thinking secretary. They kept thinking like, I'm only booking travel and I'm only, you know, handling someone's diary or calendar Mm -hmm. or email. And uh, we actually, yeah, we wanted to, change it, but we didn't just because the name recognition is out there now. But uh, I found it because honestly, uh, my pastor was looking for a virtual assistant. He had heard of another company that did it. And um, the company that I used to work with started because there had been um, an influx of pastors really like having affairs with their secretaries and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to eliminate that. And 
like, yes, they need administrative help, but why don't we get them some administrative help that is like removed and like not in the same office as them? And uh, and so he had heard about it from uh, some kind of lines that he had in place. And he said, you should do this. Like this would be, you would be amazing at it. It's all the skill set that you already have. Why don't you try it? And that's how I did nowadays. I feel like it's very prevalent. And a lot of people throw out the term VA and people are like, veterans administration? I don't understand. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like it's becoming much more commonplace. Um, but there are definite work, work at home mom sites, um, indeed.com, even Craigslist, you can type in, you know, virtual assistant, tons of stuff come up now. But uh, yeah, word of mouth is how I, how I heard about it, Amanda. Mm, very, very interesting. So word of mouth, ladies, word of mouth is very powerful. So can you share with us how um, did you get to work with Amy Porterfield and your past client, yeah. Michael Hyatt? Yeah, so I, I was working with the agency. They paired me with Michael Hyatt. I started working with him for just a few hours a week, and then that grew to 10 hours a week, 15 hours a week, 20 hours a week, whatever. And then through a mutual um, friend who had worked done a little bit of work with Michael and was also doing some work with Amy, um, I got connected with Amy. And she was my first client who was not part of the um, agency that I was with. So I just subcontracted with her directly mm -hmm. and have been working with her for about four, almost four years now and love it. She's amazing. She uh, really is, if any of you follow or don't follow Amy, follow her. She's got a really amazing business building podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy. And she really is as amazing as she sounds on the Internet. Like it, and that's not always the case. I worked with some really great people that put on this persona that how amazing and humble and sweet they are. But then they're really not. And she really is. She's really great. Um, yeah, oh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> there are some moms saying uh, um, Kaylin says, I love Amy. She's amazing. It's true. And Amanda says, I learned about it from a book called two second commute. Uh, yeah. I was so excited that I could work from home. I had literally just left the military and I was dying for something to do. Yes, yeah. Amanda. And all of us have different reasons to, um, mm -hmm. to come home and to work from home. And I know that being a mom is one of the very big reasons that we do that. Now let's go back to you, Trevinia. Yeah. So <clears throat> having four children in the house, a hubby to take care of, and is he, are you working home with him as well? And like, how do you just like balance everything? Yeah, there's not balance. And and, and I, <laughs> I, I pray that this isn't so counterintuitive to the, the what you normally talk to your audience about. But I think that balance is hard. I think that when I'm really driven, I'm focusing on building out a new campaign or funnel for my business. My family is being neglected. They are. Something is always, you know, if I'm, if I'm, coloring with my little girl or something, then I'm not answering emails. And so there's not this crazy, you know, balance in a sense. Um, but yes, to answer your question, yes, my husband actually works with me in my business now. He didn't always, he just came home. It will be two years in May um, that he came home to work with me in my business. And that is not as easy as it seems. I don't even want to like pretend that it's rainbows and sparkles because we fight and we have very different styles of the way that we work. We actually used to sit in this office together and Chrysalis is my husband and he listens to techno music. And so he would have his big giant headphones on and I could hear sort of the thumpa thumpa of techno music and he'd be cracking sunflower seeds and doing this with his head. I was like, you have to get out of here because I can't focus. Like I cannot function. And so, so much of the balance that we have achieved is really been just being honest and real with each other. And like, we're, we're not, 
capable of working in the same office space together. We use Slack and Skype and Zoom and we'll like connect with each other still. So that feels like we're in the same office, but I can't handle his like, you know, some other scenes. So he works with me in our home. And then really I bring my kids into the fold too. One of my daughters is homeschooled, my almost 13 year old. And um, sometimes she'll be like accepting LinkedIn requests for me, or she'll be like clearing out my DMs on Twitter and things like that for me. So I have her sort of a little bit involved in our business. Um, my other girls, uh, when it was like, take your kid to work day, I had them make a promotional video for Priority VA and talk about like how, if you have a virtual assistant, that it will free you up to spend more time with your kids. Or if you want to be a virtual assistant, it'll allow you to, you know, be engaging with your children and stuff. And we posted that all over Facebook. My husband just joined. Hi, honey. I think uh, he heard you. <laughs> so turn down your tech now. No, but um, so yeah, it's, um, it's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of work, though, in order to make this successful. Um, there has been times where my family is like, Mom, we miss you. You know, can you come out of your office? And one of the things that I see, I love sunflower seeds and techno. He just said, um, yeah, it's crazy. But one of the, the few things that we are really trying to implement, and it really started as a result of me being in this program called the 90 Day Year um, and I really, we had to develop what we wanted our lives to look like. And for us, what we realized is I was pouring so much into building our business that I was starting to um, not practice what I preached to my clients. I was working a lot more than I wanted to work. And, and so we had to create systems and process to free me up, just like I'm always preaching to my clients. So we implemented things like I can't have my phone in our bedroom. Um, I have to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Look, he's liking those comments. It's hilarious. Um, but another thing, um, we, and this, this sounds so pretentious, but it, I'm getting over it. Um, we hired a housekeeper to come into our house to, so that when I walk out of this office, I'm not immediately barking and being like, guys, why is there junk all over the place? Put your dishes away, blah, blah, you know? And so we had to bring in things just like I tell my clients how a virtual assistant check your email or building a lead page for you can help you grow your business. I had to implement things that could help me be more present for my family because I was definitely starting to um, skirt that line of becoming a workaholic. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that um, once you get to a certain point in an online business, you're making all this money in that specific hour. So you divide your your monthly pay, you figure out your hourly rate, and, and then and then you're spending an hour cleaning your house. Um, is it really worth your time to get a hundred dollars? Yeah. To and if you could hire somebody for eight dollars yeah. or ten dollars or okay, okay, fine, I'm being cheap, fifteen dollars or whatever <laughs> an hour to clean your house. I mean, that's a huge. Yeah. That's it's a lot more affordable mm -hmm. to have somebody else come in and do that. And so we don't have a housekeeper. There's no need yet, but I'm totally, totally mm -hmm. envisioning um, having one because it's it's the same thing as having somebody create your exactly your page. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, for some person, for someone, it might be setting up an email autoresponder. Like that's their hurdle, right? Of like they spend too much time doing it. They spend. For me, it's folding little people laundry. Like I cannot handle folding little people laundry and coming out to a dirty sink. And so I had. To, I love how Amanda said outsourcing is outsourcing. Yeah, it's true. Uh, some people outsource cooking their meals, or you know, they outsource. Some, I I don't know. Some people outsource like maybe they have someone who takes their kids to school or picks them up or, you know, there's so many different things that we could be doing, but 
Um, yes, exactly, Mama Outnumbered, about, yeah, better, cheaper, faster. I always say, like, I want to hire people smarter than me. Um, and my mom is a housekeeper, and she came over with the lady that we hired to kind of, like, show her the ropes. And kind I of, love that. Oh, it was really funny. But my mom folded a load of laundry. It looked, it seemed like it, four seconds. I was like, how did she do it that fast? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. You know, and so she's she's faster, she's better at it than I am or whatever. And and it just like I'm gonna have somebody manage my calendar who's better and faster at keeping all those details organized than I am. You know, we have to outsource the things that we stink at. And for me, it was keeping a clean house. Yeah, and your husband Chris says, I wish I could outsource my exercising. I wish so too. (laughs) Fortunately, you can't do that. So, Trevinia, let's say there are so many moms listening to this Mm -hmm. who are wannabe mompreneurs and who are not in business just yet, but they're looking, they're, they're researching. And let's say that this conversation between us is triggering something in their heart and they're like, maybe I should try this VA thing. What are some things that they need to have in order to pursue this career? Because I know that my personality is not, does not work very well with sitting behind a computer and serving somebody all day long. And so could you, did you find a theme of like a certain personality style that a VA has or, um, and then, sorry, it's like a double question. Yeah. And then what are the steps that they need to take in order to become a VA? And if you do that training. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's so interesting. Um, hopefully later on this year, we'll have a VA training for people that want to become a VA because, because mm-hmm. there's such a need for it. Yes. People are, I don't know what to do. Um, on my website, PriorityVA.com, uh, if you go to join, there's a join the team page. There's a whole list, and it's really a, a first step that I take for people when they want to become a virtual assistant. And there's just a whole mess of programs and stuff on there. And uh, and that'll give you an idea of, like, pick one. You know, you want to you wanna know a CRM really well. You want to know an email, auto, you know, email program really well. You want to know... Uh, maybe you want to know WordPress or you got to focus on something instead of I don't think that everyone needs to be a jack of all trades, ex- except I want to also say this. I don't really believe that you want to niche yourself so much so that you only work with the realtors or whatever, because like I just feel like that limits your avail- your availability to grow and scale and and really determine what it is that you want to do. But um check out those programs and systems, see what makes you excited. Like maybe handling social media for people makes you excited. Maybe writing content makes you excited or whatever. Um, and then really just start to learn as much as you can be on opt into a bunch of entrepreneurs lists and see how they're doing things and stuff like that. That's really important. Um, I think that if you want to become a virtual assistant, skill set that you need to have, I think that would be most critical is you've got to have organization. If you cannot, I think multitasking is stupid. I don't think that we need to be able to multitask, Mm -hmm. but you need to be able to focus. And sometimes when you have kids at home and things like that, you maybe don't have good boundaries in your life to be able to have like a solid two hours to focus on stuff. It's 10 minutes here and there, 15 minutes. That makes it really challenging to be a virtual assistant. You still need to have time carved out for you to work. And I think that it's a misnomer. People just think that I, you know, I can have a bunch of children and be a VA and just sporadically do things here and there. And I feel it in order to be really good at what you're doing, you still have to have time. So if it's nap time, if it's early in the morning before kids wake up, if it's that couple hours there at preschool or whatever, 
work then, but you have to be diligent about it because there's no one to micromanage you. There's no one barking like, hey, Sarah, did you get this done? Like there's, you've got to do it and you have to be self-reliant. And there are some personality types that they're, they're just yeah. not cut off for that. Yeah. They have to have somebody sort of checking in with them. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's, um, I think it's really important too that you, you figure out, Chris just said something about, oh, not knowing like what you're not good at and stuff. Um, I think that's really true too, is like figuring out what you don't want to do. Um, I have a specific task that I do for a client of mine that I hate. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. I cannot stand doing it. And the instant that we hire a new assistant, that will be the first thing that I offload <laughs> to them because I hate doing it. And I think it's okay to do it for a little while, but you don't want to build a career doing things that you hate yeah. doing. So make yeah. sure that it is that you're truly going to be excited about what you do every morning. I agree. I agree. I've done too many tasks like that that I could not stand. And so in your case, it's kind of nice because you can just like outsource them to another VA yeah. <laughs> unless yeah. they're, they're your personal client. Wow. Very interesting. So, um, Trivia, can you share with us some of the things that you use in your business that help you stay on track? So you mentioned Slack. Yeah, I love Slack. Um, Zoom, which is incredible. So what what kind of systems do you use or techie stuff that you use yeah. that helps help you run your business? Yeah, I love Slack. Bye, Amanda. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> um, I love Slack, but Slack is really only beneficial if you have a little bit of a team. We actually have a family Slack channel at my house. Um, so my daughter will like post questions that she has about her school or whatever. Or, um, we'll kind of talk about events that are coming up and stuff. So it can be used in your family too. So I love Slack. It's like an online chat program for, you know, that's on steroids or something like that. Um, we use for a client, I use Asana. So I'm really ingrained into mm -hmm. Asana. For Priority VA, we use Teamwork. So Teamwork is really good task management software. Um, we actually allow that. Um, we offer that to any of our clients. So they don't have a preferred project management system. And I like it because you can track time in there. Mm -hmm. So clients can see what their VAs are doing and how long it's taking them. So I think that's really good. Um, Asana is great for that as well. I love Zoom. I I never, ever have Skype open, ever. I cannot stand Skype. We just always drop calls or whatever, but um, I use Zoom a lot. Um, you can record and screen share and all that stuff on there. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, I've got some really amazing. I have to look at what they are because I can never remember what they're called. Um, I am, like, addicted to creating images for, like, uh, Instagram and stuff now. My new favorite, I have two of them. One is called Over, O-V-E-R. Favorite. Okay. My favorite. <laughs> exactly what you mean. And they're always updating it. And yes. it's incredible. Like it's, it's my Photoshop now, literally. Yeah. Look up over. And then the other one is Typorama. And I'm really enjoying Typorama lately. It just allows my images to look a little bit different than everyone's. Cause I used to use word swag only. Yes. And I was like, I'm so sick of my images looking the same every single time. And so now I use those and, um, yes. Oh yeah. Thanks, Chris. Um, mind mapping is really important. So if you, this is especially good for you guys. Thank you, Chris, for saying this because, um, especially for those of you who maybe don't have your business yet, right? You've got that idea, that little brain is going crazy in there and you have something in your heart that just needs to come out. 
mind map it, like get it out on paper because then you start to see, and I, I suggest this to clients too, then you start to see where the holes are. You start to see where you might need help. And so if part of launching your product or service or business or whatever is going to include things you don't know how to do or you don't want to do or you don't have time to do, putting it all out on a mind map is really good because you can start to highlight and circle and be like, that's where I'm going to need help, but that's three steps down the road, right? So I don't need to I don't need to freak out about it right now. Um, so mind mapping is good. We use MindMeister is what we use for that. Mm, very interesting. Thank you so much for sharing all your awesome uh, resources. It's really awesome. So I'm going to ask you the last question. And um, it's a question that a lot of us moms want to hear because this kind of gives us a peek into your life. But what does your morning and nightly routine look like? You mentioned that you put away your phone. Um, you don't bring it to bed with you. What are some other things that you do to help you ha- live a more somewhat balanced life? Yeah. So um i have this is again we have to create things that i think work for us and this would not work for everyone this would not work in everyone's life but when i brought on an assistant one of the first things that i did was i sent her this evernote document and it listed (laughs) chris said coffee um yes coffee but um i listed out some really important friendships um, and I said, you know, here is my friend Brenda and Brenda and I like to get together at 430 in the morning. We like to go to Starbucks at 430. Our kids are asleep. It's no big deal. I'm like, leave. Chris is here with the big girls. You know, um, I have another friend, Katie. We like to do eight o'clock um, after kids are in bed. We like to get in her hot tub and have a glass of wine. Oh and then we, we mentioned some couple friends, right? That like we do Sunday dinners at 430, blah, blah, blah. And here's what I said. I emailed my friends and I emailed my assistant. And I was like, guys, this is going to sound like I have like arrived and I am so hoity-toity. But here's what I want to tell you. Like I value you and I value your friendship so much. But here's the problem. I am a workaholic and I will just work all day long and I won't ping you. I won't text you. I won't email you. But my friend Kim or my assistant Kim is going to message you and she's going to get you on my calendar and we're going to have 4:30 coffee and we're going to do eight o'clock hot tub and we're going to have Sunday dinner, but she's going to be the one who coordinates it because I value your friendship and I don't want to get lost in this entrepreneurial space. And so she makes that happen for me. So that is one thing that I do is that I have created boundaries for myself so that I don't lose the most important relationships to me. So she helps me with that tremendously. Another thing that um, I do, Chris and I have a lunch um, once a week where we go away from our house and we go have lunch as a couple. We try really, really hard to not talk about work during that hour. (laughs) But that's something that we do to make sure that we are working. Um, My morning routine is really hard because you know, with four kids and like, you got to get them ready for school and you got to do all that stuff. So I try to, um, I try to get out. I have, yeah, I definitely have coffee first thing in the morning, but I try to have at least like 30 to 45 minutes before I have to take the kids to school to kind of just get a first cursory look at all my emails and stuff Mm -hmm. done. Um, I really should be exercising during that time and I don't, but, um, and that's one of the things that self-care is so important. And I really realized probably about a month and a half ago, I realized that I had to really start to prioritize my own self-care. Um, kind of that I was preaching to the choir thing. I wasn't taking care of myself. And so this past probably six weeks has really been all about implementing little things that can help me take care of myself. And I think it's important guys that we don't forget that yes, we're moms and yes, we're business owners and yes, we're all that. But like, if we are not taking care of ourselves first, Mm -hmm. like we're going to crash and burn. And I was at the point where I was like, 
I was circling the drain. I was about to crash and burn. And, um, and thankfully I have friends and family that were recognizing that and were like, okay, what can we do to help Trevenny? Like, let's get you a housekeeper. Let's do these things. Cause you're circling the drain. Um, I would say one other thing that we um, have started to do that has been, I never thought that I would enjoy this or that it would work, but we bought a thousand piece puzzle. Okay. Like this big giant thousand piece puzzle with like the most crazy um, puzzle pieces ever. They're like, were no edges. It was weird. Um, and that's what I do to sort of transition into my evening. Like I'm not working time instead of working right up until the minute I go to bed. Now we have some like puzzle time where it just transitions my brain and yeah, weirdest thing ever, but, and the kids like it and it's just been really good. So Wow, those are really, really good. Some of them are weird. Never, I, mean, I mean, no, this is so great because I've never heard of really pr- prioritizing your relationships and in a way of giving it a, to your assistant, Kim, and having her figure everything out, all the timing and everything. And by the way, Kim is incredible. Like, I've had back and forth with her. She's amazing. So you... You're very lucky to have. I won. I I hit the jackpot when it came to her. Literally, we just celebrated two years together, and I I just wrote her this message, and I just told her like, I don't want to do this without you. I do not want to build this business without you because she is so amazing, and she handles my crazy because I get very emotional and I get very um, nervous about a lot of things, and she laughs at me and she like well yeah Krista she's incredible but she will um she will joke about something at like the most perfect time for me where I'm like stressing out about something and then she cracks a joke and I'm like okay this is funny like it's not the end of the world is not happening and she helps keep me so centered and so balanced and I think whether it's a friend or an assistant I don't even care that I pay her to do it for me you know we all need somebody that is that sort of counterbalance to our crazy because we all have our version very interesting. How did you find her? Um, I found her, get this, John Acuff. I don't know if you guys would yes. know who he is. Okay. Love John Acuff. Uh, everyone in the world has met John Acuff except me. But Kim met him one time and she had a picture with him that said, like, Trevenny, I wish you were here because, you know, everyone's met John Acuff but me. But uh, we were in a group together and I posted that I was looking for an assistant and she applied and I just best hire I could have ever made in my life. Very amazing. Wow. So she she loved you before you even worked together. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. Well, Chania, our time together has come to an end. Great. But I am so thankful to you and for your time with us because it has been an incredible conversation. I learned so much from you and your incredible, inspiring mom and wife and entrepreneur. And I'm just really honored to have you here on the Mompreneur Show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Trevinia. I hope you enjoyed it. Please join us live next time every single Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for more lively conversations just like this one. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mom entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us, and I will see you next time.